listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. 20 of them in my Chevy. Tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow so my karma come and having no preliminary hearing so my record and my motherfucking gang stand silent for the record. Uh, tell the world I know it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I've gone crazy. Drown inside my vices all day. Won't you please believe me when I say? When you know. Hey, welcome to the Black Altos podcast with your host Rod and Karen. We've been up and down, down before. before and we are live mm-hmm. on a wednesday which means the end of the week for us yes sir uh although the work is never done right mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> it's it's the end of the week it is also a very special walking dead wednesday hey, hey. and we have a first time guest on the show uh, now they've been on the show before but last time they were on the show it was us playing a video clip and you probably couldn't hear much that they were saying over the chance of <laughs> arrest them <laughs> beat them tase them now um but it's our girl marissa uh, janae who um uh, you guys might know from twitter uh who um and you know like i said the, the activism in in seattle uh you know you know but uh she you know she uh also i was on an episode of twib with her mm-hmm. um yep. so i mean i feel like y'all should already know but on twitter she's rissa of the way and it's r-i-s-s-a of the way all one word no spaces um what's going on marissa nothing much just it's funny because i know it's late where y'all are at but like the sun's shining i've been tanning all day like me and my Aww. baby went to the beach so i'm just scarfing food trying to get on this podcast i'm like dang it's already late where y'all at oh it's all good good. we're glad you could join us um you know i um i i see like people that use the hashtags and stuff which is you know funny because you know you never know who's watching what you never we never even know who's listening to the podcast like at this point there's so many people that follow that follow those hashtags and use them but i don't even know if they've heard of the podcast and stuff so right um but you were one of the people i noticed throughout the season was was using it and talking about walking dead and i was like oh, okay well marissa's into this maybe we can get her on and um and she can hang out with us and, and talk shit about the walking dead that'll be cool yes I, seriously like honestly this is like when you asked me i was like oh my gosh this is a dream coach <laughs> 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 i didn't know about it until I, I actually didn't know about y'all's platform until after the whole bernie debacle i think you sent one tweet to elon and at that point, there was so much backlash that pretty much anybody who tweeted about us and didn't say some shit, I was like, mark it down. Mark it down. <laughs> <laughs> They're not crazy. I remember the first time, you know, sometime later after I was still crawling out of this hole that I was able to actually listen to y'all's recap for the first time. I was like, what is this? And then when I got done, I was like, did I really just spend two and a half hours listening to this recap? Yes, I did. And I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah uh, that's you, where, you know that's when i was like man i love this this is so great so when you asked me i was like yes of course yes awesome and then i was like wait a second this feels like a lot of pressure because it's like <laughs> i know me i would be mad if i fucked it up if i was just a viewer so <laughs> i mean so let's, let's I, not let's not fuck it up will <laughs> admit it's no pressure baby it, it no 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 karen's wrong it, it is no, a lot of pressure oh, okay my yeah, bad people do take this shit really serious like you I know, know I, I had like uh because i'm petty like i low-key blocked this dude because he <laughs> said that um uh that we forgot some small detail 
in one of our reviews like how this guy lost his leg or something and i'm partial yeah herschel and i'm 100 percent sure that like throughout our conversation we somehow like got it close to right you know close enough but it was the only time he ever tweeted us he tweeted us like twice in two weeks and it was about the same thing and it, and one of them even said with your really bad recap podcast and i was like you know what bye you know i don't need you in my life dog i'm I'm good so so it is a lot of pressure with you know because i mean you forget something that happened two seasons ago and everybody's out here like um y'all don't know what y'all doing so right you know well, and I, I hear y'all too make fun of uh all the white people who you say just listen to this episode every week yes mm-hmm. and i'm thinking that y'all are trying to be vindictive because i'm thinking that demographic and what would they hate more than to have to listen to marissa johnson <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're sitting around they're sitting around like not her though seriously <laughs> what are they gonna be uh the zombies are gonna be uh taking the stage from bernie um <laughs> although i will say walkers are a really good metaphor for bernie stands when they be up in your mentions oh my goodness yeah i'm just, <laughs> I'm just doing the, the twitter countdown because it really doesn't matter what i do at this point i got bipartisan twitter mentions so yeah i will say this man every time you retweet me just about uh i'll get some type of trolling and even if it's like a week later some egg will just show up and be like surprise you thought you got away with this nope (laughs) yeah and it's really bad because you know sometimes it's the bernie stands but then like i was on fox news uh back in february and then i got a whole new crowd of like twitter well those (laughs) that crowd's mostly on facebook let's be real more more facebook ish and then i went on elon's show and then i got back to the bernie stands so i'm like wait who am i talking to okay you said social security and you know socialism okay you're bernie oh you said all lives matter okay you're with this crew but they get really it gets confusing sometimes they kind of like the same demographic i still get um whenever uh like i still get people that were arguing about bernie that would be like um well you know killer mike said he let them take the stage and he gave them the microphone and said let these little girls speak and i'm like i know her <laughs> like that didn't have i know it didn't happen and, and, and that's a grown-ass woman yeah but it's always amazing because the people will be like what i had no idea it's like they get all their information just straight from the propaganda machine mm-hmm. and that's it so i can't imagine and i'm just saying y'all it's that's, like eight yeah. months later and every time i wake up it's like you know you wake up you check your phone every single morning twitter do you did you know that bernie marched with mlk did you mm-hmm. even look up his record and i'm like y'all it, it's amazing <laughs> like, it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing i like people just can't even grasp what that shit is like and like i said i just get a little bit of it um just from like like i said if you retweet me or if we interact a little and we by the way we don't have to be interacting about anything political it could just be oh did you see what rick said and then somebody's like you know Mar- uh mlk and bernie are best friends you're like, ah! You and know. you know what pisses me off is this little bird gets such a pass because the bird <laughs> got to roll through, interrupted the whole event, right? And everybody's making memes of the bird. They're like, oh, bird, you know. <laughs> Birdie Sanders, bird man. Treatment? If I was if I was if I was Hillary Clinton, I would train a falcon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to just like sit on my shoulder <laughs> like evil. a motherfucker, like a pirate the whole the whole speech. Everybody would be like, damn, man, sheesh take it to another level right if he's she's it. plotting she's already plotting because she, you saw that beyonce news right that came out today that was like oh hillary clinton had a meeting with beyonce yep. 
she ain't tripping yeah, she's she, like, listen, I'm going to the cookout. Got Beyonce rolling through. Like, she, you keep Snow Whiting. She trying to get. She trying to get information. Right. She was like, okay. I got my tickets. I'm be out there dance with everybody else. Hillary about to damn drop the album uh, release date. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Her next speech. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if she, hey, if she closed the, if she closed the next speech, she does with. Uh, by the way, the new Beyonce is out um oh my God. she might win like a hundred percent of the black <laughs> the black woman vote like, it would be done and then bernie Sears would have another excuse to come for another black woman so. yeah oh man, man leave me alone for a second Ho- hopefully beyonce doesn't read nothing from the internet mm-hmm, yeah yeah but them's bernie stand they don't realize them beehive people just about as bad oh you know what you know what be the best duel ever like bernie stands versus the beehive oh my god because that's the thing like they haven't really met a group that that has such a force mm-hmm. and you know they just harass people but they fail to it realize be like rick's group and the saviors yes. yes it will be a goddamn showdown because they ain't gonna know what's gonna happen like, why do i got a thousand b emojis <laughs> they're right. not saying shit it's just bees what is happening here right. <laughs> that would be the fucking best thing that's ever happened <laughs> I would do it just for the hell of it. I ain't even mad at y'all. Send it to you just because. I would post up on Twitter so hard if it was <laughs> yeah. nothing but Beyonce stands going against Bernie stands. Yeah. Oh, and you know Be Beyonce like, coming. <laughs> yes. yes. And you know Beyonce stands will win because they don't care about your facts. Mm-mm, nope. You know what I mean? They, they, like they, they got jokes well, and shade. Honest, Bernie stands don't really care about your facts either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true. Th- that, you know. But they got jokes and shade. I feel yeah, like jokes better than true. facts. And Bernie Sanders have no sense of humor. So right. I could just see the B emojis flying just yes. all over the timeline. And my thing is that the bay, the beehive would be like uh, the White Walker. They would just raise up every time <laughs> they think they knock one down. They'd be like, God damn, it's another one. God damn, it's another one. Yeah, if Bernie's people are the zombies in Walking Dead, then yeah, they're the beehive is the White Walkers in Game of Thrones. Yeah, they quick uh, and they fast. Yeah. <laughs> man, this idea is so good. Some white man's gonna come take it and make him a lot of money off of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday Night Live can't wait to do this. <laughs> It'll be a square off. That shit will be lit. Saturday Night Live, like we got four black people now. We can do this kid. Yes, we can. <laughs> they 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 they're looking okay, y'all y'all been paying attention. Get to cracking uh all right so um this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes and stitcher make sure you do that uh it's day 469 that bobby schmurter is in jail uh without his bail being lowered That's um time. hey coming up to 500 days man he gonna be in jail Bro, i have a question about mm-hmm. that actually yes. i've always wondered see now i'm on the show i'm just like hijacking and shit sure um what how did the bobby schmurter like countdown start like is do y'all does he sponsor y'all like no do you get a cut no nah, i just um <laughs> it started as a joke mm-hmm. um because i was listening to hot niggas before the show and i was like damn why we never got another hot niggas and um i remember when he got arrested i thought it was funny because i was like he rhymed about all the crimes <laughs> and on the album you know what i'm saying in the song hot niggas he talk about doing crimes but that's not technically illegal i mean right if we were arresting people for rapping about doing crimes then like why is cameron walking around free why right. you know what i mean why is jay-z okay like people like there's a certain amount of artistic license that we give artists uh for rapping about shit um so he hangs out with you know some gangsters some thugs all right that happens but 
that doesn't necessarily make you a criminal just because you hang out with some criminals okay it doesn't make him a mastermind because he rapped about the shit and i really feel like it's unfair that they ha- his bail is set at two million dollars bill cosby's bail was one million dollars mm-hmm. um martin shkreli's bail was less than that like mm-hmm. there's so many people who are so destructive to society that have such a lower bail than that and they like they won't even try to lower it and i think it is um they are targeting him you know he yep. said he was uh a victim of police profiling he said he's been stopped and frisked multiple times they won't let him expose the records of the police officers who were involved in the arrest because they say it's not relevant but how can it not be relevant when okay you, you, yeah exactly we just watched oj last night i mean that shit wasn't relevant <laughs> come on dog so i don't know man i i just really feel like um dude got a raw deal and i'm not even saying he's innocent i'm just saying the system is so rigged and unfair i don't understand why it all came down on him while we let other people slide constantly so right. that that's where that's where i'm coming from with it and like i said it started as a joke because i just thought it was ironic and then the more i thought about it i got mad and i was like uh actually man this is kind of a long time to be in jail um and his record label wouldn't bail him out which which was fucked up is ridiculous they made all that fucking money and they were just like uh well sorry buddy you know like they could have had seven hot nigga songs by now and made all that money back so basically (sighs) anyway okay Uh, (laughs) i just needed to know the backstory nah no problem no problem (laughs) i i I didn't mean to go on tangent but uh because i bet those people had that question too they was like what oh i get it all the time reagan gomez ass like she oh no reagan gomez was like i thought it was a joke too did then i looked some, looked at two and i was like yeah that's weird two million dollars bail what was he the fucking tony soprano didn't have two million dollars bail right. come on uh anyway the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and we're triple sponsored today guys that's right we're gonna get three times the money um shadow doll productions is sponsoring us and all they ask that you do is go check out our second album of audio plays it's all comedy stuff it's called sunspot and other ratchetness uh stars me and karen and many other people that you know from the show doing voices and characters and funny situations written by dexter and other people and i think you guys will really like it um sunspot and other ratchetness uh on itunes and amazon also brought to you by bevel that's right this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get uh oh wait use code free tbgwt that's really important because instead of just getting 20 percent off you get a free first month and why wouldn't you want that free kit you know that taking pictures and sending it to us and shit yeah it's a risk-free trial you just mm-hmm. no, it doesn't cost you anything you get that free first month and you can you know stop stop bullshitting guys go out there and be like yo i'm looking fresh shout out to the blackout tip so yeah free tbgwt to get that first month free and that's at getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com and uh i need some sexy music because we got to do uh adam and eve so how about oh let's just take it all the way back uh to junior high school oh shit that's right karen mm-hmm check this out take my money 
That's what you'll be saying to AdamandEve.com. Yes, you will. <laughs> you'll be saying, take my money, my house, and my car, but you won't have to give up all that. Why? Because they want to help you out with 10 free gifts. That's right. That's the gift that keeps on giving. First, they give you a specially selected toy for her. Second, they give you a little something for him. And third, a little something you both can enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full length for dope movies on DVD. That's right. No sketchy pop-up ads or any of that stuff. Take it back to the old school. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get the 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. Could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, anything you desire. They got handcuffs, chains, whips, all like special types of underwear and stuff. It's crazy out there, man. Get find out. And you all you have to do to get all this stuff is just go to the checkout and put in the code TBGWT. And you'll get all ten free gifts. Um go check out adamandeve.com today and select one item and then get ten free gifts, including free shipping. We enter offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com play me out Jodeci I just wanna make it through the night hold me tight and girl I'm that's when you gotta like that's 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 like how people be stroking on the ones at twos right there on that <laughs> ah, stroke can't stroke that that's that's how it happens guys that's how you get pregnant and now you guys know the secret right that's why you need to go adam and eve and get them condoms yeah you definitely want to hit up adam and eve um uh so uh oh yeah i should probably play the uh walking dead theme song music at some point uh but yeah so we got a review the walking dead here Mm -hmm. uh you guys got to sit through how annoying bernie sanders fans are and uh you know all this racism and shit in the world and now we get a it's reward you. yeah mm-hmm. get to reward you with some uh some walking dead um so yeah this uh walking dead boom that beat go hard um mm-hmm. so we are at the penultimate episode of season six episode 15 it's called east and uh it got decent ratings as always directed by uh michael e satrazimus uh who also did start to finish which is the first episode back from the uh, second half of the season mm-hmm. um oh wait actually no 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 i'll take it back yeah it was the last episode of the first half of the season okay uh and uh it was written by uh scott m gimple and channing powell um so whenever scott m gimple is involved in it you know uh it's setting up big big events he that's what he uh he does um and uh yeah so i guess i'll just get the general uh what was going on with the group we had uh daryl decides to go out hunting for dwight uh because he is upset over denise's death carol has abandoned the group and she is just out and 
we get to see the fallout from both of those uh events which really leads to everything else that happens this week um i'll start with you first karen what'd you think about this episode i loved it all right i feel like i can just like chop that up as a sound bite and do it every week <laughs> yep uh what about you marissa what'd you think about this episode um i mean i think i was i like parts of it and i didn't like other parts of it and i realized also too walking dead gets me in that point now when stuff's calm i'm just like clenching my butt cheeks an arrow through the face or whatever so it feels like every time that people are talking i'm not really even paying attention i'm just like what's gonna happen yeah i i I watched this the first time on sunday night and i when it was over i felt like i i didn't like this episode you know like i remember like like at the end being like yeah i think i i don't like this episode so then i rewatched it again today and knowing what's gonna happen really relieved me and i was like oh, okay yeah you know all right I, i'll see where this is going okay I, I don't have a problem with this episode it sets up a yeah, lot of stuff no, i felt better the second time but man that first time because because like after denise got it like i'll just be feeling like everybody can get it m- mid-sentence you know what i mean like they be having really compelling <clears throat> dialogue going on and the whole time the only thing i'm thinking <clears throat> is like look out turn around what's right. what's going on over there was that something in the bushes <laughs> anybody paying attention you know but um yeah so we'll go uh scene by scene and kind of break it down um with what was going on with uh the episode then we'll do some listener feedback and then we'll get out of here guys i will say one thing ron it was clear in this episode though that you know some real shit's about to pop off in the finale mm. like everything was like a setup which mm. people you know were writing online and stuff oh this episode was so boring and blah 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 but i think it got me really excited because you could tell everything was a setup and you're like shit what's gonna happen next week they're gonna break my heart yeah i feel like these episodes are necessary and they're just a necessary evil so that we don't have completely unreasonable unexplained like consequences to shit um now maybe the show's a bit heavy-handed with the foreshadowing i think that's a general um you know general uh observation that pretty much everybody's made but in general i feel like they do a lot of stuff where they're like okay we don't want to just like kill this person and then have everybody be like well why would he just do something so dumb let's build up towards the things that push people to do stupid shit and then when they die we go that's why that person died and i think they do a good job of uh of doing that kind of stuff um all right so they started out with the biggest like size of uh walking dead history since uh glenn was underneath that um that dumpster (laughs) it was just pictures and and like uh cuts of the crime scene that was carol's car and then like audio of like some dude you know and and her having a confrontation and then it just went to the opening theme so i didn't really like that it only lasts like 45 seconds and normally the code opens on the show last a few minutes before they do that mm-hmm. but i just i don't know man i didn't like this choice as like director wise because it just felt like they were fucking with us right <laughs> like they might as well have started and been like is carol dead hmm oh, you're wondering and then and then the theme song starts you know what i mean <laughs> like uh so but it was mercifully short uh we go to commercial we come back and now we've actually gone back in time to the day before carol leaves Mm -hmm. and carol is sewing her jacket 
um and it looks like a little pocket or something she's sewing it to the sleeve of her jacket um which we of course find out that that is what she was doing later but she's sewing her jacket and at first i just kept thinking like maybe this is carol taking up uh you know the martha stewart of the zombie apocalypse role again you know yeah, that's her thing she cooks she cleans she sews she kills niggas you know it's a lot of <laughs> she does it all it's a complex woman you know um but while she's doing that uh tobin comes in upstairs and he wants to talk about denise dying and the events of the day and carol fades his ass out like <laughs> yeah like you ever have a meeting in the afternoon after lunch and it's like a conference call and you just full as fuck from that burrito at lunch that's all she heard i feel bad because you could tell it was supposed to be serious and stuff but i was laughing my ass off yeah he and he was like so intense and he's like well you know with denise dying i mean things are getting serious out there and i mean it's gonna and she and and like by the by the end she did everything but be like huh what you know (laughs) say that again but she i mean she was polite like she was obviously paying attention but we knew that she was not really paying attention Mm -hmm. because she did answer his last thing and um well and her face was so on point it made me think about you know what y'all said last week and the week before talking about her getting back into that character that she played for her previous husband Mm -hmm. you know because she looked like she was really listening and affectionate and like oh nice even though you know she was zoning out Mm -hmm. and so i felt like she was even putting on an act for him of like what she thought he wanted to see right she literally had her go bag under the bed like like just like okay you know like uh yeah 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 i hear you uh denise dead right um (laughs) so uh he says um he he didn't mean to bring up denise dying because obviously it was you know maybe a sore spot and she says nah i just kept thinking about tara when she finds out and then tobin does the most adorable cutest thing ever he holds carol and says everything's gonna be okay <laughs> i'm like no 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 carol does that for you not the other way around like what what <laughs> like what fucking consolation can you offer carol no to you know what comfort is tobin offering carol 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 tell like that was just it was polite it was the right thing to do i guess <laughs> yes it was a nice ge- it's a gesture you know that's like, all it was well, like it's, it's like Patriarchy when you is strong yeah 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 patriarch is a beasy he felt right. like that was the manly thing to do it, yeah you know i would have been up in there like hold me um <laughs> <laughs> she dead carol um so then um she kissed him and then it kind of pans away and we can only assume that they made uh mediocre old people love you know that's all i don't know <laughs> is there is there any viagra in the apocalypse i don't know i don't know if he's stocked up fully on blue pills from the hilltop or not but i'm assuming they uh if if commercials are any um are accurate i'm assuming they sat in a tub or took a walk on took a walk on the beach or put the tub on the beach shit i don't know or they held hands and drank wine because all those things happen in those cialis and viagra commercials um so yeah then we saw a montage of the group right and i feel like they do a lot of storytelling in these montages and i think people kind of gloss over it mm-hmm. the things i picked up from this montage one you have carl picking up a gun that has a spike bat logo on it like scratch into it 
which is obviously foreshadowing for for negan but more importantly it's um showing carl about to get armed up again right you know he's pretty much been sitting in with his with his eye messed up taking care of judith holding down the fort we haven't really seen carl in, in action since mm-hmm. he became fatty carl and he's been gangster in a while yeah i feel like he bounced back really fast so like, fast right like he just came like he's like i don't got an eye no more all right cool let me get an eye patch and a gun yeah he wasn't even upset about it he didn't even go through all the angst of like oh now my eyes gone and like angry like teenage angry like nothing he was just like okay yeah yeah but but I, and i think that people have a tendency to forget carl has been in this shit for a long time and children are just a lot faster than adults do for shit like children be like oh this is what it is okay and they'll just kind of go with the flow versus the adults be like ah fuck this shit what you mean this ain't what it's supposed to be we have mental breakdowns and children have a tendency to bounce back a little bit quicker than we do um they even showed maggie and glenn washing up with no soap towel using all the hot water <laughs> must be nice must be nice um yeah, and um maggie had uh, like a bruise yeah from when she was taken uh hostage uh, a couple weeks ago. well i guess it would have been just a few days ago maybe a week mm, or so ago but right. uh she's been you know she still was bruised up from that ordeal uh when she was taken hostage so and i think glenn was just having that realization like i can't have a mother of my child out here you know pregnant taking out the, the bruises on the front line for the crew because this baby not gonna make it if we if we keep this shit up you right. know and i um, think when i saw that i thought it was foreshadowing to like she had lost the baby or she was going to mm. or whatever so i feel like i waited the whole rest of the episode to see if they were going to clarify that point because i was like why would you yeah know that if she was still pregnant that's a good point uh maggie and glenn so they you know they don't use no towels uh daryl and dennis <laughs> uh i mean that's some white shit but i didn't know asian people was into that dog i feel like the asian community is gonna be very upset and probably gonna be writing the walk the writers of the walking dead because I, if i saw michonne in there with just uh some soap i would write in and be like scott gimple you need to change this shit in the in the in the director's cut y'all don't believe in lufus <laughs> yeah y'all need to cut in a, a couple of wash rags or something bro <laughs> uh so uh daryl and daryl was looking at the dentist name tag that he got uh from the i believe it was called an apothecary uh when when he and denise and rosita went on that run mm-hmm. and dennis is the name of uh denise's twin brother who's already dead who she i believe she said daryl reminds her of mm-hmm. and you could tell it was eating away with adam he was sitting on his motorcycle so you had that foreshadowing uh abe and sasha abe came to take over for sasha at her post guarding the gate which you know once again shows the group is on high alert they're you know rosita's at the gate sasha's at the gate abe's taking over the shift and uh they had like a a brief exchange that was very like um it i want it was like it wasn't it was affectionate but it wasn't like over the top like they didn't tongue each other down or nothing but um rosita was looking on at him so it was awkward it was like like rosita need to unfriend him on facebook yes unfollow yeah just get out of their business because it's not gonna help to see them happy taking pictures of vacation together and shit like you know you're not gonna like none of them pictures and rosita was future 
yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah she gonna mute their hashtag yeah rosita was out there looking at, at, at abe and sasha the same way that matt barnes looks at Derek fisher and gloria Copan <laughs> pictures <laughs> just, bad. just just putting angry faces next to it and shit yeah just get off instagram girl get off instagram and then we cut to uh rick being in bed with michonne uh spooning enjoying the fine luxury of that black booty man congratulations brother welcome to the club <laughs> it is different man lord i'm not trying to you know nothing bad about Lori, but she just wasn't packing like that and you know it's a it's a luxury to enjoy man people are all equal but people are different and he was clearly enjoying himself he was on that brown sugar <laughs> right uh eating an apple dipping an apple in that brown sugar yeah michelle ate an apple bit of apple and then like rick got to take a bite and then she was like i gotta go to work maggie got us out here doing a bunch of stuff uh you know preparing the you know the alexandria in case there's an attack and you know it looked like rick was about to go down and eat you know eat the booty eat the groceries <laughs> uh, it looked like he was and then she's they stopped for some reason because she had to go and she said i don't want to piss off a pregnant woman and he was like all right that that's cool i understand yeah, he was like not that one yeah i understand yeah i feel like that whole scene low-key bothered me mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's just because i feel like rick is the ultimate fuckboy in mm. the zombie apocalypse but it was just like i don't understand their relationship how it came about so mm. abruptly when they were like fam <laughs> and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like oh we fucking and I feel like I could deal with it if Michonne was just really like, yo, this is some dick type shit. Mm. But it felt like the scene in the bed was like super like house, playing house, like affectionate type shit that I was like, how do you get to that point with no lead up, no mm. and nothing? And for them, you know, they're both leaders and they're always thinking about how does that affect the group? How are y'all just fucking and playing house and not thinking about whether or not that would affect the group at all? Mm. And, Go ahead, Karen. Oh, and I guess for me um we're watching this over years like even though you know in our eyes it's a short period of time like they've known each other quite for quite a while so it's so it's not like she's new to the group and i think that for a lot of people if you are in close quarters with people for an extensive period of time you're going to grow some form of bonds regardless if you want to or not just because of the closeness of the group always traveling always being around each other always interacting with each other and i think that um to me um i and maybe just from me looking at like i don't see anything wrong with the relationship progressing because for me it seems like uh michonne would want somebody strong like she wouldn't want anybody that was going to back down anybody was going to run away or show signs of weakness and yeah rick crazy he ain't all there but at the same <laughs> it's slim pickings it is slim pickings right right but at the same time it was one of those things where she was the only one that could kind of challenge him you know and he would respect her opinion mm-hmm. and not shut her down so it was like it slowly built towards that but i think for uh a lot of people they didn't want to see them together and not not you in particular so i so i think for a lot of oh, people i didn't I, I i i for sure didn't but now i do <laughs> but but i but I, the reason i came around on it there's two things about it one i actually appreciate the writing on their love story because i am kind of sick of the trope of person x decides they like person x and then that's all there is to it like right. the a abe, abe just being like i like sasha now 
and sasha being like come on inside you know like to me there's very there was very little build up to that relationship like they had one episode where they kind of were uh arguing and then like the next week it was like and i'm in love with her and i was like i don't feel like this is earned um two you know it's kind of like with me and karen we were friends before you know we like became officially like dating you know like mm-hmm. we were friends for a long time actually before y'all were on the couch holding hands yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so it was we like you know crayons, with crayons together yeah and it, and i think there's something to it because that story almost never gets told on tv the like it's always like this really idealistic not even idealistic this really like weird fairy tale type love thing where it's like mm-hmm two people saw each other and they were like we should have babies and it's like i don't think Mm -mm. that represents all love stories but but the vast majority of tv love stories are just like that you know right and that's why these fools go in go in thinking this is how it's gonna work out and fuck some shit up i see you you see me we in Mm love yeah i like Mm -hmm. the idea of like somebody that appreciates the person that has like been there for them and they've gone through shit together and to me both of them have that like they both had a moment on the couch where they were like shit man like this yeah this feels right we like yeah. you know now that being I was said like, how long ago was old blonde becky right uh it was yeah. um what they say a month or something between the car getting shot in the eye and then that episode uh when we came back so i would say like a month or so uh but even with that um i feel like time speeds up in the z-pop yeah uh he never uh i don't think he ever closed a deal with jesse and i don't think he was in love with her yeah i think he was really trying to strive to find some type of normalcy where he was like Mm -hmm. i dreamed that i would have 4.5 kids a house and a family living in alexandria virginia one day with laurie and here's my chance to find this in this family and save this woman and he was out of his fucking mind for a while Mm -hmm. you know um i just didn't want him to be with him because i thought he was crazy and that was the end of it for me is like i don't like crazy people but um oh when she kind of like i don't know like challenged him like he made him change and i feel like he kind of earned her respect and then i think they that was that's when she was kind of like okay because i don't think she would have done it if he was still being crazy so Mm -hmm. no that's real i'm just kind of like in my head i'm like where is this going because right now they're like it's more than even just like oh i like your whatever yeah. or like we're sleeping at it's like very like playing house you know like mm-hmm. oh the baby's not up yet or whatever and i feel like just a walking dead like that can't persist <laughs> long yeah. term and like it sets them up to be like the matriarch patriarch of the group in like a weird way mm-hmm. so i feel like like where is this going i'm right? just worried one of them gonna die that's what i that's worry basically about basically the only you know yeah. solution either they have a bad breakup <laughs> yeah and there's more drama in the group because of that you know i mean but but for the record like they do a good job i think of kind of maintaining some consistent like this is the old way and then this is kind of the new way stories and it would be dope for them to have a relationship that was long term and lasted you know for a while um with with two people on the show like kind of like maggie and glenn have been able to do um it would be dope i mean i wouldn't be and then i kind of i mean i got a soft spot for seeing a black woman on tv be appreciated as not just the strong warrior but also as a love interest um and an equal you know i kind of like that in this story because i feel like often that shit's put on the back burner 
Um, oh, I think I read it differently because Rick has had to chase every other woman mm. to an extent, and I felt like he didn't have to do no chase for Michonne at all. Well, what, just, what? Well, he only had to chase one other woman. He ain't really had time to be macking. Like it was just, mm. it was just Jesse. I feel like even his wife was like kept him at a distance. <laughs> well, Je- I mean laurie's terrible i don't know what to tell you all right he was he was trying to make that thing work but as a character i don't think anybody liked laurie you know what i mean i don't even know how to i don't think the writers meant for us to hate laurie but that's how it worked out and i feel i feel bad for that that actress because every time i see her anything i'm just like laurie right why you in why you in here talking about aliens i don't like this show anymore you know but uh any at any rate though um i do i do appreciate the relationship but i do and i and i like the moments of them playing house and shit but we'll see you know because i every time something's happy like you said marissa i just end up being like so then how is it gonna get fucked up right you know so now it's kind of even when they give you something you you want you like so then y'all gonna kill them right, right. um <laughs> so and, and in true foreshadowing form this is when rick decided to have a conversation about how great everything was going uh, he said, okay. this is, this is good. To which Michonne said, Jesus came through, <laughs> which is, uh, <laughs> it's like low key, the blackest dialogue on the show this week. Yeah. Uh, but she was talking about the hilltop people and how they like, apparently they've been providing for them throughout this, this deal that they had. Um, Rick said they all did. And he seems like he really believes in the people of Alexandria now, but people of the hilltop. Um, but I think, this answers the question from last week which is that our group legitimately believes they handled the saviors yeah like they which you know we know more than them which is a very difficult place to be in as an audience but we're like oh y'all gonna get fucked up you know what i mean because they clearly haven't but they think they do and rick says if something else does pop off because obviously denise did die he's like we'll handle it you know we're like we're we're a tough group now they don't know who they're fucking with and um you know we're 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 ready to do this shit yeah a lot of times when people are overconfident yeah he said when they when they come for us it won't be like before the world's ours and we know how to take it he just had that like post orgasm confidence going Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was still on that high yeah it's like like, the only thing missing from that that exchange was look i've gone black i'm never going back and uh (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm a changed man okay um (laughs) i mean can we can we be honest though the black female options the black woman options Mm -hmm. versus the black man options yeah view of the apocalypse is like yeah i feel like everyone's damaged but people have come through it right because like last year we would have said sasha was uh ter- not not a good love interest because she was out there sleeping on a pile of zombies yeah. you know yeah, she went crazy she hit that zombie posturepedic you gotta let you gotta let people Yeet! you gotta let people come through it right what was her zombie number 25 right remember when michonne first got to the group at the prison she was not fucking with them white folks at all man right like she had her leg fucked she got shot i believe and she was up there like man i can't wait to leave like the second i can like walk if i could walk i wouldn't be here you know what i mean like um so i think everybody goes through their shit and it's just like since they're all damaged goods it's all timing you know and and also it's it can be bad timing too where you you try to work through something and somebody's just too fucked up and now you can't have a relationship with them um 
you know which rick is prone to do by the way so <laughs> you know what i mean watch your back sis but uh yeah it's so um yeah i I do feel like um that everyone's in a good place now for a lot of these relationships but Mm -hmm. that can't last Mm -mm. um let's see what else happened oh maggie want to hide guns around alexandria and i was like but maggie there are kids uh alexandria i don't know about the just i mean be careful where y'all had those guns okay yeah she was like everybody need them in the house we don't need them all in one location i mean and yeah. that makes sense because when she had before nobody had no weapons because they was all in one location and daryl decides this is the time that he would like to leave um i would like to leave your facility rosita stops him and says where do you think you're going and he says out and then booze the fence and drives off of his motorcycle and i will say this i saw a lot of this shit on twitter and during the, the the live tweeting and i have to legitimately ask this question people are like no you can't let him go out how do you stop him right i mean he is daryl you know what i mean it's like certain people that we've decided you know that are badasses even for the greater good of the group we know that it, ain't nobody stopping them a motivated adult person that's just like i'm not fucking with y'all shit today i'm out shit, it's hard to control children so what are you talking about yeah i, I didn't know what to, like because i felt bad for rosita because it's like what what are you gonna do you know what move i'm saying like i would have did move my ass right on out the way <laughs> that's what you're gonna fucking do and let him go on out but i asked somebody to go get him yeah he wouldn't say where he was going but it was it was obvious you know where he was going you know like soon as he hopped on the bike i could hear that he was riding on that bike <laughs> yes, I said, he was. that was playing in the background they had already shown him look at that dentist name tag i said this nigga is out for the white right now he clearly was weighing he was carrying all of the burden on himself and while because he wanted to run after them and had to stop yeah and while that's not healthy it's it's very real to him because you know he lost denise um they've also had you know multiple uh, attacks and run-ins with these people at this point Mm -hmm. and i feel like he thinks to himself (laughs) like you know fuck negan fuck these guys he's felt that way since they got ambushed on the road yep um they stole his bike remember when they were talking to jesus and he daryl was the one who offered up the services to kill negan's men like it wasn't michonne and it wasn't rick daryl was like oh hell yeah we what y'all y'all want us to kill them yes yes for food nigga give us give us the food now they did you know so i feel like he's been on this like warpath for a minute and this is the logical conclusion of that is that he's like and he's a tracker you like he is like i'm gonna hunt this dude down by myself which is minimal risk to the group and kill this motherfucker on my own y'all can stay here but i can't let this shit ride so he was uh he was doing all that um and um and the other thing it made me realize is that the real enemy on this show isn't really humans and it's not really zombies it's emotionality man like we're all we it's it's hard like you're in a pressure cooker basically and it just has so much um 
pressure on every person and every move you make eventually everybody has a break and right. it's and it's what do you do during your break how how much do you risk how how dangerous do you like how much danger do you put yourself in and uh daryl had his break dog yeah and i think it's interesting too to see what makes people break because it's like denise yeah she was a character for a minute but like in a lot of ways looking at everything they've been through you're like why would why would denise's death you know be mm-hmm. the thing that sends him off at such a critical time i think it's, knows it's gonna set off all this other things i think it's because of that monologue right that she was in the yeah. middle of doing she was giving them niggas a halftime speech and she got that arrow through the face and i think it it really did hit him and rosita like right in the in the heart um and especially when she said she had lost her brother and he said he he bonded with her by saying that he sounded like merle mm-hmm. um I, I really think they he plays it closer to the vest but daryl has the heart of a teddy bear and yeah. you know that i really think that shit got to him and he was like i'm gonna um you know i'm gonna go avenge this death um yeah and the, and the thing is is like you said the group has dealt with a lot of death i think people kind of underestimate the amount of people in the crew that have died over the time that they've been doing this and then you know he had got that close bond with beth and then she died at the hospital like after a while that shit will get to you and let's and and the thing is it's smart to tie up loose ends like like it is like in on this show we've seen so many like just let them go moments come right back in their face well that's what i was thinking too when rick was in the bed with michonne and you know he's he's chilling or whatever i'm like Yo, you still don't have this group that rolled up on, you know. Mm-hmm. He thinks Carolyn, that that. Like, he's not tripping at all. Right. Uh, yes. He clearly thinks that group is done. Or we're so superior to this group. They're like, whatever they have left, we're going to take that out too. And, it's, you know, we're just like, you don't know that, Rick. You mm-hmm. just don't. But I guess there's no way to know it um, unless you really pursue everything you could and he did ask the people like who's negan and all this shit and they all went crazy on him like i'm negan i'm spartacus or whatever so (laughs) i don't you know i don't know how they would know necessarily but i feel like after the death of denise being so fresh everybody should just be on some like we need to go and finish this job you know and well and the wolves disappeared like just disappeared yeah <laughs> and came back and nobody seems to have an issue i'm just like there's too many things yeah did they now see this is my thing did they kill all the wolves i don't think they did that you don't think they mean, did no. karen Mm-mm. okay because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say something that y'all probably aren't ready for i think they killed all the wolves i think that was all the wolves like i don't think the wolves are necessarily a, a, a huge group oh you oh that's right because they, they were just running packs yeah i just don't yeah i don't think it was a huge group man i really think it was just like those 13 crazy people they just go around fucking up shit and i think that was it now i would i'm not gonna lie i would love to be pleasantly surprised by them showing back up because i like i want to know more about the wolves and their philosophy but i feel like we kind of got that we're just anarchists we'll vote for bernie or trump you know like i already got that from them (laughs) so it's, it might not be any further they can really take that storyline but uh i f- i felt like that um i think when when they rolled up on rick in that in that um what was that like a mobile home what was that mm-hmm. Tra- whatever that, when they RV. rolled up yeah and he killed them people i think that was it mm. 
you know buddy that oh, yeah. morgan tried to save he died i feel i feel like there's no more wolves hmm. that's my guess now i could be wrong i don't know um but i know it's more of these nigga motherfuckers because yeah. um because yeah. <laughs> um, uh tobin shows up at rick's house and says uh carol left me a note which he presented to rick like it was a bad report card given to your dad <laughs> he was like i'm sorry i know i'm in trouble i didn't know um i got tricked didn't know i got had a bad teacher dog you know i was trying to concentrate daddy but you know she still gave me this f dog everybody was so scared of rick man even um sasha who was watching the 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 fence that night soon as rick came up she was like i didn't know i was i was watching the fence i didn't see nothing okay (laughs) Right, she was like, I she was like, look, I was doing my job and and, and poor Tobin. Tobin was like, uh and it's like he want he wanna say, all I know was she fucked me back to sleep and and, and yeah. next thing I know she was she was gone, she was gone, dog, she was gone. I didn't know. She put that good on him and he was he was not he was in a sex coma, man. Hey. Tap it to the best of us. Um so then Rick finds out Daryl left. He's like, God damn it, and then he's like yeah and then when he left rosita and michonne and um glenn went after him so now they left and uh in the middle of talking about how um carol must have left in the middle of the night she took one of the cars uh abe volunteers up that it that that car would be hard to spot from the fence maybe she did it during the shift change which i thought was kind of cute because he was actually trying to protect sasha yeah because he was like because she was the one on guard duty he's like no no nobody could have saw that it's impossible she's a ninja um (laughs) right she threw a smoke (laughs) pellet how was you supposed to know yeah and 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 even um even rick was like well yeah she would have turned off all the lights like she would have she wouldn't have been easily spotted if she didn't want to be seen now that she'd have put that shit in neutral and pushed it out of your sight you wouldn't know what happened right and we know that carol's tried to leave two or three times at this point so it's just a matter of time i guess sometimes um and uh morgan feels responsible um maybe because he got through to carol i don't know i mean we everyone's blaming morgan uh but i don't know i feel like carol was coming to a breaking point with all that killing no matter how right it happened she was keeping that tally way before she ever met morgan yeah so morgan um morgan volunteers to go out to carol and rick's like uh, yeah you definitely can't be going out here by yourself because nope. you definitely ain't killing to save carol and my black my white ass will uh and your black ass won't uh so he went to um, get in the car they hop in a like an old cadillac or some shit and uh drive off on a mission which was like a daredevil and punisher going out together um <laughs> because rick will kill anything for nothing and and, and of course morgan his team all lives matter uh in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse it's like it's like the exact wrong time to have that fucking uh philosophy mm-hmm. um but yeah you know uh so I, by the I way like that whole scene just made me so bad the mm-hmm. whole thing because you see like everything's everybody just starts leaving without checking in and they're like more people should leave and i'm like y'all really trying to keep alexandria together and yet you're taking all of your hitters right and just dipping without and it shows you like how their leadership is framed too because nobody's like checking in with anybody yeah and someone brought up it might have happened on the show but they were like 
they weren't too worried about the home base because when you think about it they stopped the wolves with carl uh carol and maggie like like you know what i mean like they it's not even like um like i said i think the thing for our group and i i'm i'm woke okay i'm no longer falling for this shit um (laughs) our group is the deadliest motherfuckers in the z-pod so as far as i'm concerned there's always enough protection because it's like they could just leave like one motherfucker they can leave like eugene and we're all like eugene gonna die but then he'll just go rambo you know so right eugene bites balls y'all not surprising me no more you know what i mean like i i'm I'm gonna be surprised when the next person dies like everybody else because i'm now on some why can't judah kill three people why not (laughs) like a boss because she don't cry yeah gabe got guns now like when they leave they still have gabe maggie uh fatty carl yeah gabe gabe gonna dip them bullets in some holy oil and shoot you with a prayer (laughs) right so um yeah so they still i don't know man i I mean but i do feel y'all because the other thing i was saying is with carol and daryl leaving that's also like if you're playing spades your big joker and your little joker leaving wouldn't you want to get them back right right and 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 i think for me um this group is a very close-knit group and i think sometimes people have a tendency to forget that they actually it's even when they came they wouldn't open to the other group you know and so it's one of those things like hey we can't let ours leave and i think that when they did the montage before when all the zombies came in and Rick came out there and everybody came out there and started killing, I think that was their way of letting you know that these people are not helpless. They're not useless. They can defend. And so, yes, people left, but I think they also showed you that these people also can defend themselves. That they're not, they're not helpless like they were before. Yeah. And, and more importantly, I mean, people do stupid shit and that's why the show keeps going. I mean, right. they're, what daryl and carol are doing is extremely selfish all right and then it's like it makes the rest of the group have to react because i can't imagine a scenario where they really do just let daryl leave and everybody goes fuck him you know what i mean so like they like it wouldn't be true to the writing that they have for the other characters to let him leave and no one go after him right but at the same time clearly he had to know people were would be willing to sacrifice themselves to come after him so you know it, it is right. you know it, i like, hate to see people make selfish action decisions like that because they will affect the entire group but mm-hmm. clearly when you are taking on the weight of the world by yourself you don't give a fuck no you don't and you know uh people act irrational and illogical and you know i know a lot of people like well they leave fuck them and it's like yeah would you really say that about somebody that was very in- you know that important to the group and the and the welfare of the community you know what they might but that's why everybody tweeting at home is olivia right like we be sitting somewhere counting cans of greens and shit um we not carol daryl rick michonne glenn because those are the people that get shit done because they do take chances and they do go out there and, and fight for theirs and, and protect their own yeah we're doing ap and inventory yeah. we be sitting somewhere like eugene holding you know like how do you which side of this cuts you know um so uh carol's driving down the street we finally get to uh you know the part oh wait i did want to say one more thing the flight miniseries thing that is going on between these commercials these one minute things mm-hmm. is really picking up 
about time at some point one of these characters is gonna be on fear the walking dead yeah that's what they were saying yes i really hope it's that woke asian lady me too like they really could change the title of that series to woke asian lady because that that lady is woke as fuck yep and she was fucking people up like she 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 be she already knew zombie apocalypse rules and like all like someone would just sneeze hard she was like stab him in the head you know right they, they was like but you killed my husband i said everybody on this flight honey what right. are you talking about i got bit on my arm oh you dead now nah, you got to go yeah you never play resident evil oh okay <laughs> well you'll yeah. see in a couple minutes tie her up you know <laughs> right, what i mean right she was like my husband's in there she was like bitch to open up the door <laughs> man please let her live she need to be on the show um yeah I, yeah for diverse not, not trying to find it i'm looking at it more for diversity mm-hmm. yes i just wanted to be on the show because she's awesome in that role she is but uh yeah also let's get some asian people on the show right asian women uh so we cut to um carol's finally we finally get to the point where she's driving down the road she sees a truck coming towards her the truck shoots out her front tire uh and then she ends up kind of like yeah in the window like that yeah white white women bulletproof you in the zombie apocalypse you ain't know mm-hmm. uh which is crazy though because after they shoot up her car they were like um why you gotta assume the worst just get out the car and talk to us <laughs> it's like motherfucker, you shot my car up. you did a drive-by they didn't even like try to run her off the road or anything they literally shot bullets through the windshield right they're just like uh damn this drive-by didn't go like we planned but anyway <laughs> why don't you why are you trying to assume we gonna hurt you and she gets out the car and she tries to give some story of that she's like hey who gives it like i'm married it from paul cups whatever i love this actress because man when she turns it on she turns it on yes and they saw right through it because we find out uh they've been doing some pretty detailed surveillance Mm -hmm. they know that her car that has the spikes through it is one of the cars out in front of alexandria they knew the exact mileage to alexandria uh and they said we think you're coming from there we think if we take you hostage basically and you come with us they'll let us in the gate then this is now the what second or third attempt that they've shown that the savior's method is to take people hostage go to the gate and then force trade yeah yeah so this yeah. is cl- not like this is clearly their mo they're just trying to take somebody hostage so that they can you know show up to alexandria and take what they want and probably gonna you know kill people and shit and prove like we're in charge now your shit is like hilltop you give us all your shit true and i think too um rick brought up a point it was one of them things where i think who knows because we don't know how long they knew where this area was um or who may have informed them of that area it may have been something where they might have been surveilling for a while and ran across it or they may have been informed i yeah i'm scared that we're gonna find out they know all this shit because somebody in hilltop snitching Mm -hmm. i think it was great Mm -hmm. because i mean like if you think about it i mean i know that people feel like the group has been too aggressive and maybe they have but they also have been really careful and left no loose ends like they killed every savior they've come across so far except for dwight last week but dwight said he knew where alexandria was so like how the fuck did they find this shit out you know i don't know man maybe i don't know maybe negan and them went to hilltop and pressured hilltop 
somehow into snitching because i can see that happening where they're just like okay we know hilltop knew about this outpost because that's where we had their men uh their man gets rescued and then all the people there die we we're gonna show up and go what the fuck are you guys doing you know maybe they even thought hilltop did it for a second and then they were like no you guys had help i don't know that gregory motherfucker is shady as shit yeah you know what i mean basically harassing people yeah it don't i don't know man i I don't trust any of this shit and and they know way too much about alexandria for all their men that 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 rick and them came across to have been killed how do they know so much shit right and this is why too it bothers me like even more so rick's arrogance because it's like how would you think that you could do all that stuff and there'd be no like nobody's gonna check up right (laughs) on hilltop or anything or supply and demand like you grew up in a capitalist society you know how this works mm-hmm. if your stuff stops coming in you're gonna check up on it uh white privilege that's how that's how that's, ah! how, that's how that's how i explain all the plot holes really in all the show in every show by the way every show <laughs> that would be awesome it's just like why didn't so-and-so white privilege oh yeah okay i get you now yeah, yeah you're that, right that explains everything walter yeah. white wouldn't even check up on that you that's a good point um <laughs> now i'm just going through my head thinking the shows where i'm like you know what <laughs> you know what white right white privilege <laughs> i'm thinking about better call saul and shit and breaking bad i'm like you know i might be on to some shit anyway madman Man for sure i mean that shit was white privilege on fleek but um anyway so um carol gets out the car she tells them they don't buy her story and she does look way too clean and, and like she she was like i just been hopping around from place to place it's like no you haven't like you you clearly are coming from somewhere and you, right. you, you your know. hair washed your face clean right um and then she starts having that panic attack and she's holding that cross and to oh, me i loved it i loved it it was like i don't know i feel like that's her new superhero like rev up yeah that's like her going super saying like she started getting that panic attack that's like her panic attack is the same thing as when uh bruce banner is like you won't like me when i'm angry and then his eyes turn green because it's like she started hyperventilating and you know when you absolutely got to kill every motherfucker in the room (laughs) carol had that 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 machine gun sewed into the pocket of her coat who would have thought that right i thought for sure she was gonna be in some trouble and then when she said you could just leave i was like oh shit Mm-hmm. she was like everybody always assumes she's saying it for her protection right. when she's like listen y'all can leave we can just add, no one has to get hurt and they like oh no somebody gonna get hurt right, it's she like, like she's talking about you right she was like it ain't she be like it ain't got to be this way nobody got to die right she's like when your mom about to whoop you or something and she's like this gonna hurt me more than it hurts you and you be like no it's not it never does i'm always more hurt than you like that's like in the moment like she was really pained and like upset about being put in that situation because that's the right. reason she left in the first place right and like first thing that happens is she has to kill all these dudes and so you see her like there is real emotion she's like really like crying and upset and i just feel like she just acted the fuck out of that scene listen killing for carol is like taco bell for all of us <laughs> you know how we all say we hate taco bell why taco bell still in business y'all ain't that somebody somebody, <laughs> somebody lying somebody lying okay 
somebody eating the fuck out of some doritos not uh tacos and and, and lying about it and i feel like that is killing for carol carol's like i hate killing i don't want to kill no more but it is fifth meal and uh <laughs> it is fourth meal and it's three three o'clock in the morning i'm coming home for the club guess who i had to kill some motherfuckers and she sprayed up the whole truck one dude got out of the truck and came after her she hit around the car full of spikes <coughs> and stabbed him with one of the spikes through the window vicious oh so good and th- and by the way this is all piecing together that teaser clip at the beginning so we're seeing the imagery of like oh that's where the blood came from that's where the spike got bloody that's where the bullet hole came from all that stuff and then um my favorite character in this scene other than carol obviously um they had an asian dude named hero j-i-r-o like uh even but he had a southern accent and it was so good (laughs) oh it was so good most people need to do stuff like this um but yeah he had a straight up southern accent he was like name's hero and i was like what get it hero (laughs) you know what i'm saying why we always got right all the roles fucked up so uh yeah (laughs) um hero was left alive but he was he was down to just a knife hiding on the side of the truck and carol said come on out and he was like nah (laughs) i don't think i want to do that because i'm gonna get killed and um she was coming around with the guns from the side and all we see is hero kind of he has his knife he jumps at her we hear a gunshot but it doesn't show us what happens which is a typical walking dead typical typical walking dead move i i did now karen what do you think about this were you cool with the uh them not showing us if if carol got stabbed or any of that stuff yeah i figured out she killed him well she definitely killed him i mean we find his body literally on the 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 seat on the ground Mm -hmm. the next scene but we just don't see what happened with carol oh she's she's super ninja okay all right carol so karen thinks carol's okay uh so i don't know what happened with carol and i hate the the way they filmed it to be honest uh what do you think about it marissa yeah i felt like it was kind of whack i feel like they did a lot of uh glenn mini glenn scenes mm-hmm. this whole throughout this whole episode where they did this like gotcha like and <laughs> it was like really like you just you tried too hard you did it too many times yeah i feel you on that i yeah it did feel a little mini glennish to me like like it's just prolonging the story for 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 story's sake (laughs) yeah yeah so at any rate um uh carol uh has killed everybody there pretty much for what we know uh she you know and then it cuts away we come back to alexandria enid is helping out with maggie she's taking over her shift at the wall she's telling maggie to eat some pickles put her feet up she's evolved a lot yeah you know and and it's also a, ter- a testament to maggie because maggie said hey you know if you want to come you know hang out like you don't have to be isolated you don't have to be alone right. um and uh i think it's cool i will see if that relationship develops any further than that but i actually enjoyed uh the idea of enid contributing to the group now rather than just being like uh an outsider yeah glenn got to her yeah glenn, glenn and maggie yeah right. glenn and maggie they they combined they put that married uh that married couple on her well yeah. and maggie's used to being the big sister 
true like she has no family now you know she's got glenn but that's a different type of relationship so i think too you know she also likes having a little a little minty you know Mm -hmm. and i connection and i like eating it better than maggie because uh i mean then beth because beth uh was singing them songs like every five episodes <laughs> ah. remember them songs <sighs> yes it's like a long ass sarah mclaughlin video uh commercial <laughs> every time uh at any rate yeah every time uh so um morgan and rick are having a philosophical discussion as they're chasing carol they're following carol's um carol's uh tire tracks which led east um although the savior's compound that they found and killed those people at was was west so you know they kind of established that one carol's seems to be running away from the action not not towards it um Mm -hmm. also it establishes that this group is big as fuck because we know that carol got in a conversation going that way going the opposite way with this same group you know Uh, and one of the people in the group even had a spear from hilltop so you know clearly they've been all over you know uh and i i appreciated this scene with morgan i know everybody is done with morgan okay i get it but i'm not i like lenny james as an actor me too and i enjoyed the philosophical debates on this show it's one of the things i think uh low-key is one of my favorite things about this show is just people having different philosophies about rebuilding society and how we go from that you know and morgan obviously is a pacifist um he tells rick something that i think uh i've been wanting to hear him hear say and everybody else says he's not right in his belief like he's not so self-righteous that he thinks his way is the only way he just thinks his way is the one that doesn't burden his like soul and pull him back down as a human being right. as opposed to killing people which we did see how that affected morgan mm-hmm. you know so I, I it seems like morgan just has subscribed to this 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 new faith or whatever um and he doesn't think rick is really a person that can kill uh with no effect on him because he feels like i know you i knew you basically right when the shit jumped off and you're not a person that can just keep cold-blooded killing motherfuckers right and it's one of the things like he told him when he was asking what he built in the jail for options mm-hmm. like every, like you said everything ain't gotta be the death penalty oh life is precious as <laughs> morgan would say um yeah! uh they found hero laying in the road bleeding to death uh and that was so funny too there's a couple times during this episode that you're just like man morgan must just kind of be the most annoying person to roll with because you could clearly see the car and morgan's like look there and you're like it's blocking the road yeah we see (laughs) everybody's seen it morgan everybody's seen it oh and i did skip over a part um the driver of the car that carol shot up the truck carol shot up he got shot in the shoulder but he survived and he went and hid in the woods when he saw morgan and rick's car coming up uh so smart because he went go yeah yeah he's nope. injured and uh he also told hero to um just like like just go ahead and die don't worry about it um so hero's laying there and it sounds like his lungs are filled up with so much blood and shit that he ain't gonna he ain't gonna make it but rick still takes the time out to do the quickest interrogation of all time 
he's like where is she stab i was like damn dog give him a chance right let him sit him up let him get some of that fluid out of his lungs man <laughs> rick was just like you don't know click uh so he stabbed him in the head um uh, which i'm sure like morgan at this point is like a vegan you know like Aww. like it's nothing it's nothing wrong with people being vegans but it is like annoying when you want to go out and order a pizza you know what i'm saying that's kind of how it is with morgan it's like we all want to order pizza because it's the easiest thing to order and he's like is it like you know gluten-free no cheese yeah. no meat right could we just no get eggs. like a can of spaghetti sauce instead and you're like morgan we can't all <laughs> share spaghetti sauce it's like bring your own meal then right you know morgan, morgan's that guy you know and and it's, like i said not the worst person in the world but mm-hmm. you know you you gotta pick your spots with your more yeah. with your vegan friends you gotta yeah. pick what restaurants you want to yeah you're very healthy nice for you right so uh at any rate they um they realize that they don't know where carol is and they she could be dead True. but she could be dead but, and turn to a zombie um mm-hmm right uh also they do suspect that she may be bleeding they don't know whose blood it is but the blood that they were looking at was the blood on the spike on her car which we know came from another like one of the saviors not her right. um right. let's see well, there was something else in this scene that happened um oh and then rick um says he's proud of her for killing all them people to which morgan is annoyingly like you're proud of this and he don't shoot and rick's <laughs> like, like yeah man shit she killed like five people all she do is multi-kill motherfuckers man like she's this <laughs> the steph curry of this shit man like can i respect the talent you know and and morgan's just like you know death is terrible and shit um so uh uh then they go off looking for carol walking in a certain direction and then we see the guy who was shot in the shoulder picks up carol's cross and starts walking in another direction to which i'm assuming it's the direction carol went in yeah it's the actual direction carol went in um man let's see oh so then we find the crew of michonne glenn and uh rosita catch up to the spot where uh daryl has hidden his motorcycle and is right at the rail tracks where denise's body was uh and denise's body is gone now because they buried it but rosita's looking at the spot where she died and obviously thinking about that that, uh, monologue she dropped on her Mm -hmm. got to her yeah and um you know she's like you know because they were like all right so daryl probably went this way which way did the white go and rosita's like we should let him do this right uh and glenn made a good counter argument which i would expect glenn to make which is like you know it's dangerous he doesn't know what he's doing he's angry right now he can go out there and get himself killed um we need to do something to get him back and to convince him to come back to the group then we'll go back and get to do this the right way basically um which you know it, that's glenn <laughs> doing from the jump when denise got killed yeah they should have had a meeting right then i I promise if rick was there they would have oh yeah you know but rick don't care he was too busy man getting that brown sugar you know he was uh he was too busy but yeah i think they would have had a meeting at the church and rick would have been like this is how we're gonna do shit 
um so uh plus you know she was an alexandrian guys come on i mean that's only like 0.5 value of a life three fifths i'm saying (laughs) she was act she was acting real stupid out there that like everybody like that's what i didn't that's the funny thing about denise's death everybody's like oh not denise and i'm like who wasn't thinking raise your hand if you weren't thinking god i hope she died she is being so fucking annoying right now i was i ain't expected to but it's like the arrow came from my brain into her face because i was just like "Mm, yeah shut the fuck up you know what i mean yelling everybody's mad because it 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 creates this booty clenching thing where we gotta every monologue we're like gripping because we don't know what's gonna happen true we hate we say we hate it but at the same time we love it that's why we keep watching it's because we know that we're gonna pee ourselves sometime during the episode <laughs> shit pop off hey man you can't be monologuing in the z-pock dog Mm-mm. can't be monologuing in the woods man do that shit in the safety of your own home but um at any Not rate in your home that's how the wolves came through true true that was monologuing um but yeah you gotta watch the monologues dog you know it is what it is at this point um <laughs> touchdown dancing before you get to the end zone so um glenn makes them go after um after daryl into the woods um and i actually appreciated how they filmed this they didn't have a long montage of them like tracking daryl and shit it literally was like they said we're going after him the next scene daryl shot a crossbow bolt right at rosita's head and barely missed her uh, and she wasn't even scared she just was pissed right She's like motherfucker you shouldn't even be out here you about killed me dummy and uh then he How said how much worse would that have been if he would have shot rosita right through the eye listen <laughs> now you want to talk about the timeline going crazy <laughs> timeline would have went crazy rosita would have had the worst luck got left by her man she got some of that no good spencer dick and then she got killed right Woo! hard two weeks um uh, but yeah so she just was like you know out there with uh glenn smelling like irish spring and shit and <laughs> almost got shot and she just looked completely pissed about the entire situation mm-hmm. and they had like a fight with daryl and then they tried to reason with daryl and i love this scene because they really did set out exactly what the audience was thinking which is like dude don't do it this way we'll go back we'll get organized we'll come get it michonne even said i promise you we'll do this and daryl just was like i'm too mad i can't right i can't not be petty right now right. i got to kill this dude i know it's what y'all all said my fault. is logical but i don't care yeah he's like y'all can go back uh and rosita said you know what he's right and went with daryl um so, so whack yeah so she went with daryl and and i guess it, it would make sense though because she was like look she saw denise die too in right. the middle of the monologue she got that monologue she's like you have never been alone for the first time in your life and she was, was just like, like Doof. i'm on I, I gotta i gotta avenge i'm out of here looking for revenge um and so then maggie and glenn i mean glenn and uh michonne were both like i don't like that bitch anyway and they were leaving they were just they were dipping they were like <laughs> denise was annoying i don't know what they tripping about yeah we we heading back dog yeah so they go to head back and they uh while they're having this talk um glenn is now saying hey we have to tie up this loose end those men could be in alexandria right now and michonne's like then they dead 
uh, <laughs> keep in mind they don't know that rick and a i mean rick and uh morgan went to look for carol and shit they don't even know that nope. but the point being uh they still got a good point you know just sasha abe fatty carl you know like <laughs> they would take care of anybody just trying to roll up on the group mm-hmm. but uh glenn says another good point which is i hope not we need them alive we don't know shit about this group at all like we've killed so many of these people i kill people and they sleep for this dude for this shit and i don't know how many of them there are um and that's when dwight and them showed up like the navy seals and uh do they have a gps what's happening they just fucking find everybody right that's amazing they have they must have that um tracker uh, uh like you know like glint like uh daryl's tracking ability shout out to daryl's tracking ability this episode though it was whack <laughs> it was a uh, super duper whack um, well and it was hella funny where they're yelling at him they're like rawr, rawr, and so he like pulls up his crossbow and it's like dog at that point you can't like you can't do anything they're right behind you but yeah. he tried at least yeah yeah but i mean he went the wrong way he went all the way out there to get these um these people you know to get the to get dwight and maggie and glenn i mean glenn and michelle end up running into um dwight by accident and fucking daryl still walking around the woods looking for him right i was like fuck the people that ain't looking for him found them i know then they had and they were so coordinated they had like a own whistle signal and shit like you heard them it was epic <laughs> i was like oh shit <laughs> somebody move move from behind a tree yeah move from behind a tree and they like they knew i'm man they are yeah. organized and right. that of all the things they've done the saviors how we're supposed to be scared of them the uh railroad ambush mm-hmm. and then this shit what are the scariest things they've done right because that lets you show that they organize that lets you show that they can you can you they can actually be following you and you not be known and i think that i personally think that may have to do with the fact that they've had to go get people before like this probably trying mm-hmm. to leave the group or run away mm-hmm. so they've gotten kind of got trained on how to kind of walk up on people like that yeah um you know it also begs the question too like i feel like people keep coming after other each other because i think what will be worse i don't and and obviously it's a personal preference but being alive and letting someone go to what you think is probably certain death with like you know daryl and carol or um feeling and feeling like if i would have been there maybe i could have been the difference i wonder like what's worse you know to people to to live with it, a lot of that depends on your personality because you know some people just have that personality where they would feel like that and then you have some people that wouldn't they would be fuck it you well shout out to tobin because he's in the fuck it group he ain't go out to carol for one second what <laughs> what what good was he gonna do i'm not trying to be funny what good was he gonna do uh, see that's that uh, see that's that that's how i know you never coming after me if i get <laughs> trapped in the zombie apocalypse you wouldn't even attempt to come save me i would, I would. no i don't think so i think you just laid it out for the audience but (laughs) i would definitely go out there and get eight trying trying to save you and you'll be somewhere curled up on the couch watching tv (laughs) no on the real i would come and get you but i'm talking but we're not talking about us we're talking about their relationship and it's one of those things where um 
he isn't he ain't built for that life outside the walls mm-hmm. nice try karen yeah you well, were... my beef my beef with everybody throughout this whole episode wasn't even that they went after people but was that they didn't do it quote unquote the right way and yeah. it just i feel like it alexander really has fucked them up and sheltered them in a certain way where part of i think they run out is like they want the adventure mm-hmm. they want the fight they can't be in one place but also they clearly haven't been in it for a while because they don't take any level of time at any point to regroup and say, here's how we're going to go get at this and just jump in the car and disappear. Well, they're trying to protect so much at once too, right? Cause like, like I said, ultimately this episode is about selfishness to me. It's Carol's selfishness. Right. It's Daryl's selfishness. You put the whole group at risk. Um, and the other group is extremely motivated to try to, you know, get into Alexandria and to prove this point and they're not taking it very seriously um you know as evidenced by rick feeling like we can protect this is you know this our world for the taking and all this shit they've been on a hot streak you know they're just coming into the the super bowl like the panthers were (laughs) right win the nfc yeah like they're just feeling very confident about themselves and i think the saviors are like y'all ain't played nobody you know like we like we're about to like we about to give y'all the business you know they might be the broncos defense right now i don't know but uh i think we as an audience are able to see the big picture because we get to see all the parts that they're going through and how it interweaves but individually as like a group they don't they're just not aware of everything that's happening to them and they're not putting it together like we are right um anyway but selfishness is the devil that's it's always what gets people killed um so they go to a oh, rick and um rick and yeah, morgan continue, huh yeah because uh truth be told we're probably as much as people complain about glenn and maggie and they get on my nerves too Oz, uh, we'll probably be like this i'll be fucking the shit up where they be like can what you doing ain't making no sense <laughs> nah uh i know you would leave me to die so okay karen i would you don't not. have to you don't have to make up for it it's fine i understand i, would not. I know the zombie apocalypse rules all relationships start oh over at zero God. but Loki just pictured y'all in the shower scene and then rob just pulls out like a washcloth <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely but, would keep but, a cloth ready but he's already he's already told me that you know it resets anyway so yeah Mm-hmm. yeah so you would let me die anyway so no i just think they all reset at zero when the zombie apocalypse start doesn't mean that i'll get rid of you no I just, not. just all relationships go to zero um can we can we talk about shit that i owe you after this oh man remember when i uh paid for that din- that dinner no nigga mm-hmm. this different Mm-mm. not coming across town to save you there's yeah. zombies out there ain't no paypal you ain't getting that money though right <laughs> call me hey man remember when i gave you a ride no that was before zombie apocalypse <laughs> how um, you even calling me ain't no phone service right um so i do love the philosophical chats between morgan and rick they had another one where they were walking following carol and morgan says i was talking to people in uh, alexandria and i heard about what carol did at uh the prison and that you kicked her out for killing uh karen and david and uh rick was like damn nigga you be gossiping about me like this <laughs> but, uh, but, but rick was like um, you been checking my instagram page right rick but rick was like uh yeah i did and and morgan said well would you would you kill her now because you've obviously changed and become hardened by this zombie apocalypse you probably would kill her now 
and here's the thing about this that i don't like morgan's so annoying that he's one of those people that even when you tell him the opposite answer that he was expecting he still won't let it go right because he was like (laughs) rick was like no i wouldn't kill her shit i thank her thank she was right those people were risking the group we were gonna all die everybody was getting sick she made the right call and he's and so then morgan goes but you didn't kill her she came back and it's like yeah he just said that he wouldn't now so like what he he uh, anyway so he said but you didn't kill her she came back and she saved y'all people can come back rick and i was i really wanted rick to say and he didn't but i wanted him to be like morgan she saved us by killing people like i those people at terminus didn't get to come back okay she killed the fuck out of them people because we was gonna get eight dogs right we out here chasing the big joker because she kills people okay right i don't know what it was i feel like morgan has always been kind of annoying Mm -hmm. but i felt like this episode he was like super extra and it kind of felt like the spirit of what was that little boy who got killed and killed his mom what was it Um, um sam yeah felt like sam's spirit kind of inhabited yeah well you know a little bit in terms of just being like really annoying and endangering you know what he is for me and i think the show always needs this is uh the spiritual successor of like dale and herschel and tyrese to an extent like the show always needs somebody who's like but what about the effect that all this shit is having on us should we just give in to doing anything to survive yeah like humanity matters and it's one of the things where he's like hey doll you know every time you do this you're stripping away at that because it's not like you got to listen to him Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying but it's cool to get the other side of the discussion so you're like well like i wanted to know what what would rick do if that shit happened now and now i know he will dap up carol and be like appreciate you dog um by the way i thought i heard herschel coughing a little bit i'm just saying all right have a good night uh <laughs> need any more gasoline need any more gasoline click the light off go on the gas run this week uh so they got to a farm and first of all there was a walker that looked kind of like carol it was freshly dead i hate this is another walking dead like trying to fuck with you moment uh which i never for a second thought that walker was actually gonna be carol it didn't even look like carol really. right it just it was like an old that. right and it was it was just like a um the shadow it was making in the sun where it just like when they did it from far away it was supposed to make us all be like "Ooh, a woman with a short haircut wearing a sweater obviously it's carol Mm-mm. and it's not mm-hmm. you know quickly then. now what i did notice it was a fresh walker yes. and the throat was cut they got to they kept walking they came to a farm there were other fresh walkers and their throats were cut what the fuck happened at this farm that part of that same crew that she got she ran into cutting throats mm-hmm. yeah it's very suspect oh man something about that wasn't right i don't know what happened up there but i don't know i don't know dog they probably did they probably didn't give they portion of the milk feel like there's a whole backstory there and we didn't get definitely. it definitely um so they get there to this barn and uh this farm and uh there's a guy wearing um what looks like football pad armor uh and he had a hilltop spear and he was fighting off zombies and uh rick said like hey stop and of course he said this while pointing a gun at him 
and hold a knife so the guy said i don't want no problems i'm just looking for my horse have y'all seen it they said no and he was like all right then i'm out and he just started running rick tried to shoot him in the back as he was fleeing because rick <laughs> is a former cop uh in case you in case you have forgot right. uh and then thank goodness for morgan this time because morgan said hello all lives matter rick and he said it the good way like not the you know not the bad way not the bad way not, he really not, not to shut the fuck up yeah he's like don't come on man you can't just be killing people right. and shit we might can get information out of rick was like fuck that also i peeped that rick's face was only mildly annoyed with morgan <laughs> like it wasn't even like he went full mad he was just looking like man i could have shot <sighs> whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was gonna be like you know like you fucking hit me again like he was just kind of like i know i know you know you you won't kale salad uh, <laughs> i should have bought my handcuffs fuck yeah um and then morgan decides to take this moment to do something that i feel one i've been waiting for the whole season uh since they got back but two i have i feel this so incredibly brave and stupid at the same time he told rick the entire truth about that wolf that he had captured and let live and how he escaped kidnapped denise and then saved denise and then was obviously killed by carol he even told him he fought carol about it rick's face was so good he like he was looking at him like he was telling him i've been cheating on you for years he didn't know how to process it i have three kids that i have never told you about yeah because carol was like keep that shit to yourself rick was looking so and he like rick even hit him with the like uh and you did all this shit like it, you thought that was cool you know <laughs> like this like you really thought that was the right thing to do and in morgan's twisted logic he thought like he felt that the kidnapping of denise was somehow offset by the fact that the wolf saved Denise later. Yeah, fucked up. It, the logic's so fucked up. Like Morgan is so fucked up, man. Like it was you, kind of like that logic that people use when they're like, "Oh yeah, black people are harmed in this, but a white person learned something, so it was all worth." Yes, like, yes. No, it's not. <laughs> right. Um. So um, he tells Rick all this shit, to which Rick is like and then he tells rick like i'm the one that has to go get carol that's why he feels responsible he's the one that fought carol he's the one that kind of got in her head about this shit right he felt uh guilty about how carol kept his secret when he when he wanted to tell rick and she, or he was like why didn't you tell rick i can you know basically i'll take the consequences and she wouldn't and he said well it's kind of like it's on both of us now if you don't tell them yeah, um awesome. you know i really respect his code because he's committed to it even with the bad consequences true uh at least so far we'll see what happens right but uh i i respect a person with a code man i don't know what to say man it's like a samurai where you're just like okay i mean if that's at least you sticking to something you consistent you're not a like i can't call you a hypocrite really true um so he um convinces rick to let him go after carol by himself and rick can just go back and um rick said well at least take this gun and morgan was like i don't need it and then rick was like come on dog and he's like all right like he's like just even for the walkers or something just take the gun 
so he's like okay he took the gun and for me i thought i was like you giving him your gun i don't think it was okay rick has two guns okay he kept now you know he kept that big ass silver pistol i'm about to say i know you ain't giving him all your shit nah you know he kept his uh penis compensating pistol yeah the big long one yeah he kept that joint (laughs) he gave him the little joint uh you can take the mini one right uh but you know it still might come in uh come into play later who knows um and he's also said morgan michonne did steal that protein bar oh that was so funny And, and morgan was like oh i know uh and i was like was she getting that protein somewhere else these days <laughs> getting the rick bars um <laughs> but um but that that was kind of a cute goodbye i guess to morgan for a while because right. who knows when we'll see him again um right, he told him if i don't come back don't come look for me low-key it might be goodbye to carol for a while too true um but i'm really happy that because i said there has to be a culling and i feel like them not being on the show would count even if they don't die like people have there's too many characters on the show there's too many actors you can't keep up with all of them and tell all these stories um i feel like uh them leaving i'm glad they wrote it in a way where they didn't die because i i was kind of worried that it would be like and now we have to kill lenny james and i'm like but i like that dude yeah so this might be where he just disappears or yeah and i like the lady that plays carol too right so she literally might disappear too or either, maybe i know. just like the option that they can come back like right, death right. is final that like the, unless it's a flashback we never see those characters again i like that there's another way for this i just don't want it to be as simple as they did you know right. like if rick what if rick would have pulled out his gun and killed morgan after that story. i was okay so i was worried about that except for i feel like the only reason why that really would happen is they go so far back right like they go so far back you know and with the fucked up shit with morgan's son and like how yep. that all played out i feel like morgan could be really 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 fucked up and i don't know that rick would ever have it in him to really me either there because of their history maybe that's why he asked rick about killing carol he was just testing him yeah. he's like would you kill carol if she made you mad he's like no okay okay <laughs> cool because uh <laughs> i got something to tell Look. you Woo! that's a load off my chest <laughs> and don't worry i'm banning myself i'm i'm coming i'm leaving i'm not going back with you because i don't want to deal with yeah. that yeah i'm leaving a facebook group on my own you can't kick me out <laughs> right uh so a morgan is so much better on his own though in terms of like yes. what he brings to the show my two favorite episodes of the whole show probably were him on his own yeah right? well you know what else it is about morgan on his own though his consequences only affect himself really right yeah. so like we don't feel the pressure to be like dude you're the weak link of the group um i don't mind him in the group dynamic but that's because i like i like these debates i like these moments in the show i i don't think uh society's ever gonna be to the point where everybody agrees on anything right. and i like the person presenting the other point to be like i don't know somebody that i feel can eloquently state what they're saying and have some integrity about it as opposed to just like like when it was shane versus rick i never liked that because shane has no fucking integrity right you know what i mean but when it was like mm. when it was like herschel versus rick i love that because i'm like yo herschel's a good person and a person of like some moral he has moral groundings he's not just saying shit to fuck with you so when they have an argument back and forth i feel like 
oh we're we're having a philosophical debate that i can relate to um so i like that kind of shit you know but you know i'll I'll miss morgan you know but he served his purpose yeah we see him again he'll be out there with a whole new ninja turtle team look he come back with that motherfucking goggles and that uh bow staff i can't wait (laughs) i got so excited when he when he turned around took off that mask i ain't gonna lie um so uh abe and rick are back at the like rick drives back into alexandria abe is waiting at the gate rick's first question is michonne here want some of that <laughs> and then rick and abe started relating you know um which i kind of like you know um not because they both down with the swirl or whatever that i just um you know like i was waiting on them to be plotting to run to sally's you know beauty supply it's like oh rick i got a quick question you, what is shea butter yeah, that's definitely a good question yeah. he's like yeah we're gonna have to make a run to the to the beauty supply store on the yeah, next you one got, you got it lock off yeah um so uh but what i did like about this conversation is that uh and i think i've been kind of low-key liking it about abe for a while i like that abe asked other dudes about relationship shit this is burly tough like military veteran dude but every time he has a conversation with a person he's like so glenn uh what why what made you decide to fall in love with your girl you know with the same thing with um rick you know he's like so man i see you you kind of doing what i'm doing you know as far as you know settling down and stuff you like what what made you do it you think we're doing the right thing you know and uh i like that being with sasha has like kind of renewed his conviction because he's like shit i'm you know i'm ready to kill he said i'm ready to something like rip the world a new one a new asshole yeah like he's completely like about living now which means that sasha's gonna die either sasha or him right because like nobody gets to be happy man it's uh, it feels like um <laughs> that song it's so hard by big pun where big pun was on it he was like i just lost 100 pounds i'm trying to live and then he died right after that it feels like that like Aww. like anytime i hear a be like i can live for 30 years i'm like slow down <laughs> we ain't getting 30 seasons of this shit dog you dying soon uh <laughs> so maggie cut her hair uh into the cut as they call it in the mm-hmm. south uh so now she's gonna start dating a black man uh but uh nah i'm just kidding she cut it but she did cut her hair short yes um, i like it and uh she said he's feeling that matronly role you know carol's gone mm, she the other space so she needs an official mom haircut that's a good point and she said that she cut her hair because she didn't want anything getting in the way and as soon as she said that her stomach started hurting and she fell on the floor because something might be up with that baby uh who knows enid was there with her uh that's kind of a big cliffhanger they left us on in alexandria mm-hmm. uh the doctor is in hilltop so i don't know what they're gonna do they don't have the obamacare in uh <laughs> alexandria anymore nope republicans uh, voted that shit down yeah i'm a little and the thing is man like i hate to be this guy man but i told y'all it's dangerous as fuck for this pregnant lady out here in the po- what if that would have happened when she had the gun on jesus or when she was with carol what if that would have happened man like that's scary as fuck man i think she realized it you know um like 
you know last week when she right. got kidnapped but that was her thing but this is gonna be my last run yeah like it's you know and i don't think that makes her weak to be sitting around planning and making security and somebody got to do it leading alexandra right. I, like i think people in their minds assign like weakness to this idea of she's not out there killing people it's like that's not weakness guys it's just different it's okay to take on a different role when you're in a different situation and i think uh for her being pregnant and this risky ass environment you know it's a different situation than, than not being pregnant well and i know this is fucked up but you know because i was asking the question pretty much the whole episode is she still pregnant is she gonna miscarry unfortunately i'm so enticed by the prospect of what her miscarrying could mean for oh, her character in the show right yeah. because it'd just be like so pivotal ruin her relationship with glenn likely <sighs> who knows she you know different characters react differently to trauma she might go sasha or she might go full-on carol mm-hmm. you know? uh so i'm like low-key it's like walking dead does that to you where you're in the situation where you're like i hope that unborn baby dies right like people were telling me like well wouldn't the baby be a zombie and i was like man i have no fucking idea i did not actually write the show we don't know i I don't know how they would handle that in the plot you know watching just like y'all yeah well laura it was different because um laurie laurie's baby laurie died while after her baby was born so that was a little bit different uh it wasn't that the baby died inside of her so i have no fucking idea guys and maggie don't look that pregnant so right. i i don't know any i don't know dog ask donald trump he's the one that knows about abortions now <laughs> all oh, i know Lord. is that maggie should be punished and i don't know what that means uh so daryl uh daryl and um rosita roll up on a tied up glenn and michonne mm-hmm. trying to see if they can free them and another reason i have to say that uh, the savior group is scary that trick ain't working twice like they had the trick last time when they got rolled up by abe uh so they were paying attention this time (laughs) they so they they had they got the drop on rosita and daryl and yeah care you think dwight had a cup yeah dwight clearly had a cup now he's like uh no more biting my nuts (laughs) i'm on to y'all shit and um he uh right before we cut to the to credits uh dwight shoots daryl in the back and says you'll be all right uh, well, he shoots something yeah uh first of all huge size something he shoots something black blood splatters and says right onto the right onto the camera yeah huge size the hugest of sizes ah, there's no way they kill daryl uh, go ahead Marissa. Mm, yeah glenn part two because i've looked at it in slow motion and he clearly had shot him in the back but the thing is you can't really feel comfortable saying that they can no. come back next week and be like and now he shot him in the head why because we did it with glenn why can't we do it the opposite you know ah. but yeah it was a huge like they put the blood in the camera so you couldn't see what's happening like they <laughs> they really wanted to end on like a oh shit moment and they were able to do that um because i I'm did sure say I oh shit the tv and was like really nigga right <laughs> yeah I was, I was <laughs> like, it, like okay okay so we're doing this again all right <laughs> um and the only thing i'll say in the preview for next week was like we finally get negan mm-hmm. and lucille mm-hmm. 
everybody was really excited about that but you know what i was most excited about what fatty carl fatty carl had a gun and he was outside of the walls with rick about to go on that tag team daddy adventure man i love when him and his daddy team up to kill people they so good back again that father son judith gonna learn how to kill who judith soon you know i mean she gotta you know after she goes through appropriate number of black babysitters she will (laughs) (laughs) she will develop it to a killer just like carl did you know you just gotta take your time um but uh all right so we need to do the feedback the emails but first let me say the feedback is brought to you by bevel that's right feedback emails for the walking dead they walking brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game say goodbye to razor bumps you can get clearer and smoother skin with bevel and you definitely want to do that i mean come on aren't you tired of going to the store having to run through six credit checks just so they can get the keys to open up the razors and uh it, like it's it's so ridiculous like i got a fingerprint scan so i can shave my face like bevel just comes straight to you every month or every actually every two or three months with a brand new supply of razors shaving uh cream priming oil uh uh you also in the in the in the free kit the free tbgwt code kit you also get a safety razor shaving brush um restoring bomb like so much stuff it comes with like all these little neat packaging and uh it looks real slick and sexy and uh this is a good time you can get it for like a gift to somebody if i were you you know free tbgwt father's day is coming up get it now wrap it up give it to your daddy you know uh uh tell your mama you said something about uh bevel for women uh yeah we have like uh there's a lot of women who like i you know i'm scared to try i don't know would it work for women first of all it will yeah it will second of all um the other part of it is now it's free if you're gonna try it you know what i'm saying like if you if you are curious this will be the perfect time to try that thing on the chocha or wherever you got (laughs) wherever your wherever your hair situation is at you know this would be the perfect time to try it out so you know i say do it for free and uh you know treat yourself use code free tbgwt and get your first month free at getbevel.com there you go um all right here's the emails turk writes in day walking hey guys rick and morgan scenes were great this week the stakes are so high in this friendship they've known each other for less than two years but they're each other's oldest living friend it's gut-wrenching to watch these two at odds because the love and respect runs deep but their z-pac experience has been so different that i just don't think they'll ever be able to truly understand each other's motivation without walking in the other person's shoes it's that white privilege man Mm -hmm. tell you right now that morgan rick shit feels so much like an allegory for like current day like white people and black people talking about like major issues like the death penalty and shit where it's like you know morgan's like yo shit gets bad real fast and and rick's like i ain't gotta worry about all that i got a gun uh i got black both his kids yep he's like i got a black wife Ah, (laughs) what if he would have stopped rick it will stop morgan black hold up hold up now you know i got a black girlfriend okay i can't i can't be racist 
Mm-hmm. Hashtag black women are gorgeous, niggas. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I like the combo between Rick and Abe, a Southern widowed family man currently afflicted with a severe case of jungle fever. Uh, they have <laughs> jungle fever. I haven't heard that term in long time. Who wrote this? Spike Lee? Uh, ah. they have a lot in common. I suspect they spared Abe from his comic death to move him into the friend zone with Rick since Daryl and Glenn might be killed soon. Damn, they killed them both. Oh, the Twitter's gonna be crazy next week. Um, I'll be gripping my rosary while watching the season finale because I agree with Rod. There will be a culling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, man. I mercifully they got Carol and Morgan out of there without getting them meeting meeting Lucille so far. So that's a good thing. Oh, what if what if they find Carol and bring her back? That's a possibility. And then kill her at the gate. Oh no oh the people would be so hurt i mean because she's out in the open we all think she's safe <sighs> anyway because you know that one dude is chasing her mm-hmm. what if, oh i can't right, i can't even think about it so you'll never know oh, i can't think about it it's too much <laughs> is it okay to want the season to be over but in a good way <laughs> <laughs> like i just want to know who made it safe so i can just be okay uh judith better hope that gleggy jr dies because we know this uh, this show has a strict quota si- system i'm a trash human being who's ready for judith to die she served as a plot device in rick Lori, shane daryl michonne beth tyrese gave storyline she's had a good run oh hey they kill that baby if they kill that baby that'll be the realest shit ever on tv period well she ain't really pulling her weight on the show oh yeah i agree i mean can she even speak yet i mean mm-hmm. come on Judah. get it together she, she don't cry. Uh, but if they kill a baby on primetime tv i mean she's kind of a toddler now mm-hmm. yeah and they killed a mo- they killed a mother's son in yeah. the most ruthless way right in front of us and rick wasn't even tripping he was like mm, okay cool i thought it was crazy when they killed lizzie right yeah lizzie took that l but what if like megan put that lucille on that baby look man you know what they can't do that if they do that shit jezebel will be so (laughs) nah they can't you can't kill a white a white you can't kill a white girl a child on tv like that think pieces you know the think piece oh man people will quit the show uh and then they'll keep watching they won't right they'll keep watching i quit this like you really keep quitting i keep seeing these ratings and it's a steady 12.5 every week uh <laughs> carol can die too she's choosing to be z kobo this is which is a pure sign that she's sure sign that she's lost it um someone needs to euthanize her like she euthanized karen david and lizzie anybody on your death wish other list other than glenn peace turk i don't wish for glenn to die mm-hmm. as much as i need him to die All right. motherfucker got nine lives um i don't know man you kind of went through my people you know i just want to see the most hurt the audience can be uh and the only way the audience could be more hurt is if they killed michonne but that's only the people i follow because i follow a whole lot of black people right so you know i'm sure white people probably be like ho hum didn't like her anyway it's just how tv is and why people watch this show and game of thrones is like we're ultimate masochists like Mm -hmm. we say we hate certain shit but we love it right i'm just right i'm just being honest you know what i mean i'm not with these liars i love the pain 
Mm-mm. you know what i'm saying i love it when i'll be like killed because i wouldn't watch this show if i i could go easily go watch um i don't know some other shit where they don't kill people every week you know i could go watch that i don't True. want to i like it make me hurt um, in the real world is so fucked up yeah, yeah. watch something that's more fucked up make me hurt is yeah, what i'm saying but i'm gonna keep lying to myself then a good show makes you hurt like i don't like when i watch a show and i don't care somebody died i'm like i'm gonna stop watching this show you know when i watched the last season of true blood i was like i don't give a fuck who dies in this shit you kill the main character i don't care you know but with this one i'm like everybody that dies i'm like oh no not them right but then i kind of do want them to die <laughs> 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 if they did a whole season with nobody dying everybody would write um yeah. elliot writes saying hey rod and karen first off i love your podcast gets me through very long dark days this season on the walking dead is far and away my absolute favorite started with a bang and from the looks of it may end with one as well well it looks like it's gonna end with a smash uh yep. that scene of michonne and rick when waking up in bed i loved it and she said it jesus he may not have been there when you called but he's always on time came through <laughs> <laughs> And Rosita looked like she wanted to turn that gun on Ave and Sasha. It definitely seems as though the Hilltop sold out the group. Or maybe it could have been Keith and Tara. Um oh, they've been gone for a hot minute. Shit. They've been gone so they so they might actually have caught them. Oh shit. Because they, they've been on that run and they ain't been back since. Dog. They might bring Keith and Tara back. And Heath Heath and Tara. He said Keith. Ha. Anyway, they might bring Heath and Tara back and be part of the crew of people out there in front of that gate about mm-hmm. to meet lucille mm-hmm. uh maybe they were caught on the road more than likely it was a hilltop because of the fear they still have from negan's crew and rick's group has been filling themselves with all the wins they've had over the negan's it's like they'll get the drop on rick's group but they always find a way to the, get the upper hand mostly from carol the assassin gun sewn into the coat sleeve but i think that time of winning is up and why do they always have to have these monologues out in the open when <laughs> when they know they aren't safe? Yeah. I love that that really is just all of us having PTSD from Denise. Because we really weren't was that. Like, talking too loud. Yeah, we weren't that uptight about it until Denise got that arrow. Now we like, shh, <laughs> just keep walking. Just I walk thought somebody was going to get at the farm for sure. Yeah, every time they start talking, it's every scene with them talking. That doesn't, by the way, that would make a terrible TV show. <laughs> Everybody being like, Rick, I don't think it's, shh, shh. We shouldn't be doing it. Shh. God damn, man. They might be listening. Shh. How this dog don't talking? Um, I thought Rick was going to hit it, uh, hit if not kill Morgan after he finally revealed that he helped one of the wolves. How uh, hopefully they're starting to redeem Morgan's character. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's not what they were hitting at at all i don't think uh i won't believe morgan's redeemed until he kills some motherfuckers and don't go crazy uh because i'm still scared with that gun he gonna kill somebody and not help himself and be out here talking about i gotta clear i gotta kill everything uh, yeah he went insane i understand his reluctance to kill and thinks his way is a better way no he just thinks it's different he didn't think he's right but he still hasn't seen and been through what rick and crew have true plus his peace talk is ruining that assassin carol hopefully hope daryl didn't get killed this episode although the finale although the finale ought to be okay with it 
also a side note i remember a few episodes back in the carol centric episode negan's group who had her and maggie were mentioning that someone had taken supplies from that outpost it had me thinking back to when rick and daryl first met jesus praise be his name do you think that truck they found may have been part of the satellite outpost oh maybe although i think they would have brought up that uh i feel like rick and daryl would have brought up that they had been there before you know what i mean like this is where we took that truck so i'm gonna say no Mm, i don't think it was uh supplies for a rainy day perhaps maybe my prediction for the season finale deadpool are daryl keith uh heath you mean i think they found them glenn and carol though i really hope not carol um i'll be fine with all those people dying um although actually i feel like it if they kill glenn daryl and carol it would be weird because neither one of them's in the comic book this long and i hope they're not just cleaning up the storyline so it matches the comic you know what i'm saying right. so i would actually hope that some of the one people of live right i want them to kill some people y'all don't expect that's what i'm saying kill some people that none of y'all think can die that 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 well, keeps people i don't really want glenn to die before maggie because i'd rather like their relationship disintegrate Mm. first rather than like she lose him and then she feels like oh i'm a martyr i gotta carry on this baby and be the best mother i could be for glenn and then that's a new you know i hope she i hope he dies and then they she has a premature baby but the baby's okay and then you know it'll be like that baby ain't got no daddy now and that'll be the saddest way it could happen you know? yeah, it'll be her fault being a single mother yeah and then we'll all write about how she ain't shit cause she's a single mom mm-hmm. and we all know <laughs> single moms can't do anything right no never and then a god-fearing light-skinned man could come and save her in season seven who writing this Tyler <laughs> perry <laughs> i don't know uh once again i love you guys no need telling you guys to keep up the good work you continually bring it every episode elliot at true note one thanks elliot thank you uh let's see we got two more um let's see we got our girl eve who says they walk in feedback from eve hey rod and karen carol has now surpassed rick as the number one impossible white man on the walking dead she is just so good <laughs> the only thing that's stopping her is her conscience listen she been past rick mm-hmm. don't get it twisted rick ass was in them cuffs in terminus and carol wasn't right she been she been on top of the game uh rosita looked like she wanted to fuck sasha up but i think she knew better because sasha looks like she might have laid hands on people before rosita don't want them problems yeah she used to be a a, a firefighter she probably could fuck her up and that would be hilarious if they really did fight over abe's corny ass but uh <laughs> i can, i don't yeah i don't see either one of them handling that way you know uh i think one of the biggest about i know abe sex talk is so whack you know what it is you know you ready for my bitch quick edge mama Mm-mm. no <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how that would go <laughs> you treat him like he monologuing in the woods Shh. uh <laughs> i think one of the biggest problems with rick's group right now is that they've gotten way too comfortable rick and crew know that they're badasses and rightfully so but they believe their own hype because they managed to handle the governor terminus the biker gang and the enslaved and the enslaving cops uh shit and the wolves uh but they never met a group like negan's yeah and they actually handled negan's group that they've met so far and if nothing else all the past threats should have taught them to not let their guards down or at the very least be more cautious uh after what happened to the niece 
they should have known that there were more saviors saviors out there rick probably should have taken uh more precautions and let morgan go find her instead of sending nearly the entire a team out well for the record rick did not send the uh, a team out to any of the shit right like this is what i'm saying eve um nobody lets anybody do shit daryl decides he's going out so now it's do we let daryl go out with and maybe he dies and we never know what happened to him or do we try to get him to come back and reason with them and you have about 0.5 seconds to make that that decision yep um i actually was impressed by how quickly they organized and and unified to be like okay this is what we're doing you you and you come on you know even when rosita tells abe to get out the car because she's like i know where he's going you know stuff like that i think the group is really good at because it's a crisis on the fly um and really it's daryl's selfishness that caused all this shit and rick only went with morgan uh to get carol but rick was gonna go by himself true so you know like he didn't send morgan out there and honestly would you have trusted morgan to go get him Mm -hmm. to get carol without having no scenes with him and rick talking about it Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have um so so i mean i don't know so i feel like a lot of that stuff um i'm a lot more forgiving on uh as far as what they were facing at the time is it stupid of course it's stupid i just don't think you can have a show where i don't know i don't want to watch smart walking dead i just feel like that shit would be boring uh the group is about to get humbling a humbling of their lives yes i'm here for it looking forward to seeing negan because jeffrey dean morgan is so damn hot i may have to root for the saviors next season <laughs> oh they got damn. real jesus <laughs> it's like hey but you know what though i forgot to mention this are we really rooting against the saviors mm. yeah because rick and them rolled up and fucked they grew up they set this up i don't uh, marissa i don't know if you read the comics do you read the comics no i don't okay i'm not gonna spoil anything trust but i just want to say they set this up much better than the comics did yes they did the tv show is done much better than the comics in my opinion because it's so it's a lot less black and white well and i don't mean that uh it is literally a black and white comic but like it's so much more nuanced to the morality of it because rick and them did some fucked up shit yeah to the to the um saviors and it's all preemptive strikes so if i'm the saviors i do feel like i'm I'm out here looking for revenge um so i could understand you know negan showing up and being like i want to make an example kill these motherfuckers take all they shit and be completely justified um right. so i don't know i kind of like i kind of like it but i don't know that uh, i would be rooting for him because he's hot necessarily uh, <laughs> i would just be don't rooting. lie, don't lie. <laughs> that's I mean, not gonna be on top of your agenda i i can only speak for myself okay that's the new thing this season of walking dead get you a white man yes you got that's what you gotta do <laughs> if you want to be saved girl it's the only way uh but anyway <laughs> uh hobie kills them all well except for rick and michonne leave them so they can make some beige babies uh oh, another no. great episode <laughs> <laughs> yo if they flash forward to the future with a beige baby like a grown uh light-skinned dude with like or light-skinned girl with a sword and a gun that big with dress and a beard yeah with dress and a beard <laughs> and with dress and a cowboy hat <laughs> 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 wearing some boots i'll be like yo this show is the best 
<laughs> they walk in hashtag team rashawn man everybody is celebrating that matchup that is so funny to me um <laughs> not marissa's hating not marissa though marissa ain't fucking with it all right mm-hmm. uh if you don't agree with that you need to hit her up on twitter and tell her that bernie <laughs> Marshall mlk so yeah. that so that so, so that, that people, she, she didn't understand the point tell her to judge this relationship by the content of his character and not the color of his skin okay uh oh, <laughs> been together since before you were born yep yep then pivot then pivot towards the economy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh man how did rick get a copy of to pip a butterfly in the z-pock when they were <laughs> <laughs> when they were laid up in bed he told michelle that everything they needed was in these walls and i swear all i heard in the background was if these walls could talk sex hey. <laughs> she just wants to close her eyes and sway with you yeah with you with you with you uh and they put the whole song in here i'm not gonna sing it all uh <laughs> exercise her right to work it out <laughs> all right that's all you get uh will i'm sorry team rashawn is in full effect i'm here for it. peace y'all peace <laughs> uh all right man that's all the emails um and uh that you know that i'm gonna do a very special no sword ratchetness today okay that's right sword shit keeps happening guys i mean it's not like it, it ain't going nowhere yeah imagine somebody got killed by a sword that didn't deserve to die there you go done <laughs> um <laughs> make sure you guys follow uh marissa on twitter mm-hmm. uh rissa of the way um and uh thank you so much for joining us thank you sweetie thanks for having me this has been fun i kept i kept drifting off and be like oh this is so funny and forgetting that i was not listening (laughs) participating so i swear i'm gonna go back and listen to it and be like marissa why were you just like giggling through the whole thing because Uh... low-key i'm used to like listening to it while i'm like walking my babies on the stroller and stuff right now so it's <laughs> definitely cool being on with you guys oh man thank, thank you, you so sweet. much for being on man and uh you definitely got to come back and uh you know th- like just kick it with us uh on another episode or something yeah keep- for sure for sure for sure and do i'll try you, not do- to do no crazy shit beforehand yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you watch uh do you watch game of thrones yes I, okay i have until the last season i got shaky just because everything else going on in my life uh, the violence honestly was just so triggering <laughs> yeah i hear you well if you um if, trying to catch up yeah if you catch up man you know we we definitely gonna do game of thrones again this year so uh i'm sure you you would enjoy being on with us for that mm-hmm. um, oh man new things to look forward to forget politics right <laughs> right you know what these white folks ain't gonna save us anyway <laughs> um, everybody gets so up in arms and shit i'll be like how are you this passionate man these white people don't give a fuck they about to be like they about to pull out that white privilege car so fast when some shit pop off anyway y'all it's not even april yet you I know i'm just right over in november fuck. Man, I be looking at passionate people like, man, it must be so nice <laughs> to think these people can fix this shit. <laughs> I'm glad you feel it because I don't. Yeah, but uh nah, we we, we do appreciate it, man. And we it, do. Sweet. Like I was talking to Marissa about being on the show, and she was like, yeah, you know, I gotta uh, get out work and stuff. And I just kept thinking, like, do the people at work look at you like she about to damn storm this conference call? Watch. <laughs> well since i'm a full-time nanny of toddler twins mm. yeah they definitely look at me <laughs> <laughs> i feel like no, everyone e- my boss was like what are you jet- jetting out early for and i was like oh i'm about to do this podcast you know recap of walking dead 
he was like somebody he was like oh you don't have to talk about any political stuff i was like no i'm so excited he's like good for you yeah i feel like i feel like everywhere you go that has to be the thing right it's just like uh oh man marissa's just gonna skip the line and come to the front of the gap and it is hella funny though because so all of that stuff happened and white people are so fickle it's like i had those big long ratchet summer braids Mm -hmm. and i swear to god i took those out like two days after it happened and for the most part people didn't really recognize me because i'm sure white folks were like yeah that looks like her but she had (laughs) waist length purple braids so there's no way but i know people recognize me and then later they'll come up low-key and they'll like say something to me or they'll be like or i'll go to a party and it'll come up in conversation people be like i knew that was you i just didn't know how to talk to you about it and low-key hockey when i'm like with my kids out we'll go to like toddler gymnastics i'll be having my not your respectable negro sweatshirt on yes like i literally don't give a fuck every thursday i wear my sipping on white tears shirt to work <laughs> my kids know. you know like i really just like don't care so Them children gonna really be funny. revolutionary Them children gonna be throwing up a power fist they ain't gonna know what's happening oh they 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 know black lives matter anytime they read a book and the color black comes up they're like black lives matter they're so they're they're hella woke I mean, they'll probably grow up and be oppressors just like every other white man, but they're in it. And their favorite song, it's funny too, because their favorite song that we listen to repeat all, on all day mm-hmm. is Rihanna's work. Oh yeah. They gonna know the words by the time they, you know, grow up. They gonna no, know what you're right. saying. I'm not even kidding you. You know how they're like, two-year-olds know how to work iPads. These kids will like turn that song on, on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. <laughs> And their parents are like trying to act cool, but I know deep down inside they're like, "Damn, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she, she got them." Yeah, I wore my um my pure black nutritional shirt the other day, and I got ice grilled in a Chinese restaurant. So I was like, "Ooh, it's just how does that happen?" <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, buddy, I just love myself. Now imagine you're at baby yoga. Right, I can't even ah, imagine. Yeah, with, with two white kids. Although I, I'm not gonna front, I do be thinking of places to wear my shit now. <laughs> well, i'll be planning out my i'll be like mm, going to the dmv let's see how this but you works know, out washington has all these like we have all these like super liberal you know that's the whole point we have right. super liberal people so it's like white folks will look at me hella offended but then they'll go out of their way to come up to me to be like i appreciate your shirt and i'm like no you don't right you didn't look like appreciate <laughs> that is that what appreciation looks like yeah, okay your face says something else baby okay cool i got a uh, i got some uh donuts in the car oh why your face changed that is that looks like a happy face okay <laughs> uh but yeah we'll be back uh saturday for the feedback show and of course um balls deep sports uh we'll be doing friday with justin um so until then make sure you go to getbevel.com go to adamandeve.com and uh shout out our productions get our album um uh sunspot and other ratchetness uh i'll I'll talk to you guys soon until then love you i love you too